Welcome to the July 2015 Respiratory Care Podcast. This is Dean Hess, editor of the journal, along with our assistant editor, Sarah Moore. Sarah, let's get started with our first paper. Hookah smoking is a public health concern. Calvinese et al. addressed this in our editor's choice paper. They conducted 44 telephone interviews with parents of college students to explore perceptions, beliefs, behaviors, and information seeking related to hookah smoking. They found that parents are lacking in awareness and knowledge of hookah smoking and the health consequences. As Boone points out in her editorial, existing evidence on the health risks of hookah smoking shows that it is correlated to the same diseases caused by cigarette smoking and perhaps others. Access to hookah smoking is growing at an alarming rate in the United States, particularly among adolescents. The role of parents in affecting this practice could be extremely important. Our next two papers relate to mechanically assisted cough devices. The aim of the study by Morin and colleagues was to investigate the impact of home use of mechanical insufflation exufflation on the child and family's lifestyle. Use of the MIE had a positive impact on the ability to manage the child's health. It had a negative impact, however, for some parents. Figurio et al. performed a bench study comparing five mechanical-assisted cough devices and also assessed their user-friendliness. They found varying performance among the devices, which were inadequate in some cases. Willis and Berlinski speculate that the results of the Moran study might have been different depending on the disease stage of the interviewed subjects. They also point out that step-by-step voice-guided instructions and positive feedback might be helpful in reducing errors and retraining caregivers on the appropriate use of these devices. Perhaps most important, clinicians should be aware of the psychological impact that new devices might have on patients and their families. This should be balanced against the patient's clinical condition as well as the culture and context of the family. The study by Sasabuchi et al. sought to determine whether obesity was associated with lower mortality in the ICU for subjects receiving or not receiving mechanical ventilation. A high body mass index was associated with low mortality in the mechanically ventilated group. For the non-ventilated group, there was a reverse J-shaped association with a higher mortality in underweight subjects in both groups. Anyone working in the ICU appreciates the challenges associated with the care of obese patients, difficult airway management, difficult liberation from the ventilator, challenging central venous catheter placement, unreliable hemodynamics dynamic measurements, unreliable medication dosing, and labor-intensive nursing care. As Scheip reminds us in his editorial, multiple meta-analyses suggest a lower mortality rate among critically ill obese subjects, which is known as the obesity paradox. This study provides additional support for the obesity paradox, but like other similar studies, does not explain the mechanism for this finding. Sabane and colleagues evaluated the effects of weight loss on postural changes in lung volumes and pulmonary function for obese subjects. They tested the hypothesis that supine reduction in FRC would be absent in morbid obesity and recovered upon weight loss. 
They found that, while postural change in FRC was absent when the morbidly obese adopted a supine position, supine reduction in FRC could be recovered following gastroplasty-induced weight loss. Mild to moderate obesity affects supine FRC more than morbid obesity. The aim of the study by Drev Hamar and colleagues was to evaluate seven ventilators confronted with leaks during neonatal nasal CPAP. They found that there was no simple relationship between maintaining delivered CPAP during leaks and providing CPAP with low pressure swing amplitude. They also found that compensation for leakage does not necessarily provide pressure stable CPAP. The feasibility of NAVA with NIV after infant cardiac surgery was evaluated by Hudecki et al. They found that NIV with NAVA allows good synchronization in infants weighing less than 5 kilograms. NIV with NAVA also decreased the work of breathing more effectively than CPAP. This paper provides some insights into the use of NAVA in this patient population. El Taum et al. developed an anatomically correct model of a seven-month-old infant and a five-year-old child with an interposed collection filter to evaluate aerosol delivery by the nasal route. They found that lung dose varied between 0 and 3 percent. Interestingly, the jet nebulizer was more efficient than the vibrating mesh nebulizer. The authors correctly conclude that careful pairing of the aerosol generator and the interface is very important to achieve effective transnasal aerosol deliveries. In another in vitro aerosol study, Alhamad and colleagues evaluated the effect of aerosol devices and administration techniques on drug delivery in a simulated spontaneously breathing pediatric model with tracheostomy. They found that the pressurized meter dose inhaler delivered the highest inhaled mass percent, while the vibrating mesh nebulizer delivered the greatest inhaled mass. The jet nebulizer was the least efficient device. Delivery efficiency was similar with unassisted and assisted administration techniques. Although a bench study, this paper provides some insights into aerosol delivery in pediatric patients with a tracheostomy. Vercelli's et al. studied the association between vitamin D concentration and successful liberation from mechanical ventilation in subjects requiring prolonged mechanical ventilation. They found that vitamin D deficiency is common in ICU survivors requiring prolonged mechanical ventilation. However, there was no significant relationship between vitamin D concentrations and successful ventilator liberation. Intervention studies assessing the effects of vitamin D supplementation in this population are needed. At this time, it is unclear the role that vitamin D might play in the process of ventilator liberation. Doria et al. conducted a meta-analysis to estimate the overall diagnostic yield and safety of bronchoscope-guided fine-needle aspiration combined with endobronchial ultrasound-guided transbronchial needle aspiration in the diagnosis of mediastinal lymphadenopathy. The results of the meta-analysis suggest that combining these procedures is an effective and safe method superior to endobronchial ultrasound-guided transbronchial needle aspiration alone in the diagnosis of mediastinal lymphadenopathy. 
In subjects with obesity hypoventilation syndrome, Georges and colleagues evaluated the reliability of apnea hypopnea index measured by a bi-level pressure support home ventilator versus a polysomnographic assessment. They found that in stable subjects with OHS, the home ventilator software tested was appropriate for determining if control of respiratory events was satisfactory under NIV or if further testing or adjustment of ventilator settings was required. This study helps to inform the role of measurements such as the AHI provided by ventilators used in the home. This month we published a year in review on chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. We also published a systematic review on pharmacologic agents to promote airway clearance in hospitalized patients. This is followed by an AARC clinical practice guideline on the effectiveness of pharmacologic airway clearance therapy in hospitalized patients. Our case reports relate to diffuse interstitial pulmonary infiltrates and malignant melanoma, pneumothoraces post-mechanical CPR, colchicine therapy in a patient with follicular bronchiolitis presumed asthma, and a case of acute respiratory distress syndrome from human anaplasmosis. The teaching case is on the use of flexible cryoprobe for removal of transbronchial blood clot. To receive the contents of this and past issues of the journal, visit our website at www.rcjournal.com. There you can also subscribe to receive podcasts of future issues. Thank you.